underground circus performances bend the planes of reality. They queer about in the moonlight. You can't look away. You must look away. Welcome to Lesbian Bed Death. After numerous interactions with the mysterious glowing orbs in Consensus Lake, Rita, Pat, and Jesse have decided to form a non-traditional chosen cocoon family. Pat commented that the community of glowing orbs has shown them that beyond the unrealistic ideal of lifetime monogamy lies an uncharted jungle of delightful pleasures. Since their immersion in the cocoon community, the trio has missed the last several important local functions including Invisible Genderqueer Choir and the Cross-Dimensional Slow Dance Party, stating they would rather stay at home in their cocoons. When questioned, Rita said, We consider ourselves to be post-polyamory and post-Terran. You wouldn't really understand. Local organizer Malik says that the trio's lack of devotion to community inclusion is unsightly, but it is pretty cool that they have sub-cocoons for their pets. And now, a word from our sponsors at the Cryptic Yoga Center. You're sad because you don't do yoga. You can't get a job because you don't do yoga. You have sex for an average of 22 minutes because you don't do yoga. Come to Cryptic Yoga Center to fix all your worldly and otherworldly issues. Remember, only yoga can make you happy. Well, that and maybe raising organic grain-fed chickens in your backyard. Sign up today and you'll get the first $5 off your $18,792 annual membership. Remember, only yoga can make you happy. The community radio station sarcastic spider was spotted again today. On my way into the bathroom, I spied it sitting on the top corner of the mirror, weaving a letter of complaint to the Association of International Talking Spiders. I had hoped it was too busy today for any snide remarks, but instead it waited until dreamy programmer Dr. Singh, host of the popular vegan show Lentil Lovers, walked into the bathroom. It was at this point that the sarcastic spider remarked, Don't worry, that scarf you bought in India when you were finding yourself doesn't at all make you look like you're appropriating other people's cultures. The life-size gummy bear couple was at it again last night at the potluck fundraiser for Jeannie's cat's dental surgery. Potluck goers reported seeing the sugar-filled couple looming over each other suggestively with expressionless faces making everyone at the party really, really uncomfortable. Owen reported that when invited to join in group tarot card readings, the couple seemed to ignore him and continued to smoosh into each other rhythmically. Currently, no one knows either of their names, which pronouns they use, and whether they can even speak. And now, to our pillow talk segment. I think that on the count of three, we should recite impromptu poetry to each other. I really support that idea. One, two, three. You are my baby I want you to roost my eggs. And now to the news. Menacing aliens appeared hovering over the local volunteer-run DIY bike shop in the early hours of the morning while collective member Jaden was opening up. Jaden yelled to the heavens, What do you want? 
and the leader of the alien's response was too quiet to hear, so it actually turned out to be easier to just have a texting conversation. After a few dozen text messages, Jaden reported that the aliens threatened mass extinction on humans unless we consented to their one demand. On the first day of every month, they will return to the community to have their heads lightly massaged. But not in a way that tickles. More in a way that makes them feel okay about a world that is full of despair and pain. Jaden performed the ritual this month, but swore to never do it again as the aliens kept saying, please, just five more minutes. Old woman Rosie announced her engagement to long-term partner and non-existent lake creature, the Manipogo. The Manipogo, as we all know, lives in Lake Manitoba, but is otherwise known as the less popular sibling of British Columbia's Ogopogo. When the Pogo twins are introduced by their parents, they are often announced as such. This is our daughter, Ogopogo. This is our other daughter, Ogopogo's sister. Nevertheless, old woman Rosie has maintained a long-term fondness for the creature, who, according to Rosie, is the best darn backgammon partner she's ever had. The happy couple will be celebrating their union at Okanagan Lake in an effort to quote, rub it in the face of the Ogopogo, who is still single after being unceremoniously dumped by Nessie in 09. Moe's pie shop has finally bent to community pressure and hired an exorcist to deal with the levitating pie situation. The pie had taken to appearing in mid-air over tables of couples. But only ex-couples having one of those early post-breakup conversations where one person really wants to get back with the other person. The levitating pie would then display, yes, with a pie chart, the percentage of time each person spends on Facebook creeping the other. And now, community events. The Illuminati's queer auxiliary arm has cancelled this month's drop-in by Curious Snuggle Party. For those unfamiliar with this ongoing event, it is a place where heterosexual identified women are welcomed into a cuddle puddle of lesbian and queer women in efforts to incrementally explore their suppressed sexuality. Organizers stated that they needed respite from this sexually frustrating event. Instead, they planned to stay in with their monogamous lovers and re-watch Orange is the New Black on Netflix. A new wormhole was catalogued today. It is behind Betty's Shoe Shop on Main Street. Susan, from our local wormhole identification unit, leaked a tip to us. On Tuesdays, the wormhole leads to a dimension comprised entirely of women's rugby bonding rituals. Enjoy! The Lesbian Innuendo Television Club reported yet another haunting of the ghost that watches Netflix over your shoulder. As usual, the ghost quickly overstayed its welcome by demanding to watch a particular scene on repeat from the groundbreaking show Xena, Warrior Princess. The clubgoers reported that after the 18th repetition, the scene became more sexually frustrating than it was subtly arousing. When asked to describe the Xena scene in question, the president of the Lesbian Innuendo Television Club breathlessly explained that... It was the episode where Xena and everyone get transported to an alternate world where Xena is unhappily married to Caesar and Gabrielle is a talented playwright and there's that moment where Xena and Gabrielle catch eyes in the theater and they're supposed to be strangers but it's the most intense connection ever and therefore obvious that they're lesbian soulmates. 
The TV club hopes that the persistent ghost does not show up at the next meeting, which is scheduled to feature YouTube montages of Rizzoli and Isles making eye contact. Up next is DJ Static Drone's Experimental Music Hour. This week's show will feature 84 minutes of a penny circling in a mason jar, followed by field recordings of men playing chess. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.